Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That one is no good. A spectacular rebound by Irvin. Kyrie has it back. Final hour, fist pump time on the fan cam. That was the audio from Bally. This is the hump day edition. Mm-mm. I got it. I got Chaffee. I was waiting for him to take his gigantic chugs of water. I knew he couldn't do the hump day. He did it in spirit, okay. though. Here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby, we got Peyton and Ryan in the back on DFW Sports Station. Uh, Kyrie Irving comes up big. The Mavs beat the Utah Jazz. At the AAC, they move from the 7th to the 5th seed. A uh, couple Tolos keep asking the same question. Does this change your mind? Does this alter your thinking? Does this move the Mavs in the West on your list of contenders? And to me, I, I, I've, I'm, I'm staying like right in the middle in terms of what I expected. The reason I wanted this trade to happen, or I didn't go crazy when it did happen, I'll never forget... Basic and I almost had an explosion on the group text for the entire station is because the Mavs needed a second weapon. They need a little more gunpowder. There was nothing outside of Luka unless Dinwiddie had a very nice night. And you, you had no chance. You didn't have a puncher's chance. And now you do have a puncher's chance. Uh, do I think that they're going to the finals? No. Is even a first-round series going to be extremely... Frightening, Yeah. Well, now it's easier to say that since they are the five seed. But playing tournament, you know, they can lose to anybody because they can't play defense. We knew they weren't going to be able to play defense. We knew that Kyrie and Luka were going to get 28 a night. Um, And it was going to be a question of who finishes, how do they finish, and how much can they make their other teammates better. Nothing has really surprised me whatsoever during any of this. No, but they're going to score. They're going to give them a lot of points. Uh, and you're right. They can be beat by anybody on any given night. They've got to figure out, you know, late game, close game situations. You know, last night they kind of warmed down. The final two minutes pulled away. A couple minutes more than that. Um, and, and last night was an easy decision. Kyrie had it going in the fourth. So I want Kyrie to have the basketball. Yeah, but when they're both going or they're neither going, uh, and it's a, no, no, you take it. No, no, you take it. No, no, you take it. That, uh, that kind of stinks. You know? I think it's they're, tough for them. I think they're both right now showing that they're selfless. But Kyrie is being a perfect model teammate. The guys on the telecast last night were saying it. They're like, in the short time here, he doesn't argue with referees. We don't see any type of crazy emotion. Last night, he got a little bit upset 
with a couple of the calls, but he's Mr. Kumbaya. He's he's Mr. Zen Master out there. Uh, and, of course, part of that is he wants to get his new money. Yeah, nothing surprises me about the way it's played out other than, like Choppy just kind of referenced there, the fact that now with two dynamic isolation players, you still have not been able to, to execute late-game situations well. That, that seems to be a little troubling. It doesn't feel like it should be that difficult. Someone has to ask Jason Kidd about him drawing up plays, his ability or fault in doing so. I'm just so, watching like you guys are, you know? Someone in the Mavs media has to say, Coach, what do you say to those who think that this is an Achilles heel of yours in this basketball team, that you aren't drawing up the right plays, X's and O's execution on your whiteboard? It's, it's not good enough. And I would like to see what he said. Now, you mentioned there that you want, you know, it's kind of going off of, all right, who's feeling it right now? So, like, last night you want Kyrie to take it. If they're both off, like, if they're both playing sloppy basketball, but they're in it at the end, who are you wanting to take the shot if they're both not shooting well that night? I, st- I think I want it to be Luka. Well, who's got the better matchup? Kyrie's going to get a better shot. It's going to be a prettier looking shot. K- Kyrie, yes. He, Kyrie's, yes. Pr- Kyrie's going to get closer he can also pull up from three Luca to me settles you know he's gonna we're gonna see the step back bomb um and obviously I'm not I don't have a problem with that um but I I don't I'm not worried about it because I think that right now they're both trying to be even too unselfish and giving it up to whoever has the best matchup and they'll make the pass when the double team comes someone's getting double the double's coming and I have faith in both to pass out of it uh, yeah, I did too. Uh, you know, I, I I wonder if they're going to come to a point where, like, on that inbounds late in game, if you know, if Luca doesn't always just inbound the ball and get it, find a way to get it to Kyrie, and then you have that situation where you can get the ball back to the inbounds inbounder, right? You know, Luca's a great passer. Let him do it. Uh, I I trust. You know, do I you know more at, in the last ten seconds? Who do I trust a little bit more? I don't know. I mean, you know, I, right now I think Kyrie's got a really good. He could break. They they both break down defenders really really well. You know, Lucas seems to do that step back, and that's it. Uh, whereas Kyrie, I think, does a little bit more in terms of the drive. So why not give it to Kyrie at the end? Uh, before last night, Mavs scored has scored 129 points per 100 possessions, the best of any pairing in the league with at least 150 minutes this season. Luca leading the NBA in isolation scoring. Which ranks, uh, I'm not going to get into all that nerdiness. Irving has been the league's most efficient isolation score. So, iso ball, one on one possessions, your Dallas Mavericks. Getting the win last night, and hopefully, hopefully both play. Man, I don't want to see any, they can't take any nights off. Second night of a back-to-back in New Orleans. They need, uh, no, no, they need um, to get these guys as, as much cohesion as they possibly can. S- and stay out of that play-in. Well, stay out of the play-in's great. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, but also get them, you know, get these guys figuring out everything. I want, you know, they, you got X amount of games left. Go. You guys are playing them all together. All right. The big media story of the day and the week is what happened yesterday between J.J. Redick and Kendrick Perkins on ESPN. So Kendrick Perkins a few days ago basically suggested that Dirk Nowitzki and Joker and Steve Nash won their MVPs because they are white. 
What was the stat about being top 10 in scoring, Bobby? Uh, the one that he was referencing, Kendrick Perkins, that they were the, since 1990, those three are the only MVP winners to be outside the top 10 in scoring. And he goes, what do these guys have in common? Yeah. I'll let you be the judge. Which also, by the way, is not totally true because Dirk was tied with Tracy McGrady for 10th in scoring that year. So those guys, I am really surprised. Dirk was not, these guys won the MVP not being top five in scoring? That's interesting. I get Joker's triple-double. Steve was assist, but I w- if you would have told me Dirk was not top five or six in the league in scoring the year he won it, I would have been – I am stunned. Yeah, I mean, they 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 were the overall one seed in the NBA. They won 67 games. He was the best player on that team. Yeah. Uh, that's why. That's and, why. And, but I'm still and, just surprised. And, yeah. And he's, also, you know, in an all-time score. Right. And also, he led – you know, just like Joker has the last two years and this year, uh, and just like Dirk did – um, you know, he led the league in win shares, which is, you know, basically like baseball, like war wins. But you're, you're, you're contributing to the most wins. Dirk in 2007, uh, he had 16.3 win shares. Number two was LeBron at 13. Like that's a big, big gap. Uh, and it's, he's t- he was totally deserving of the MVP. He probably should have had it the previous season when he also led the league and he had a better year in 2006. So no one at ESPN said anything to Kendrick Perkins about this. No one checked him. No one was like, yo, are you suggesting race here? Yeah. Are nope. you taking away from these three MVPs? Pretty pretty sorry job by Stephen A. and everyone else over there who didn't even second guess him or bring it up with a counterpoint until J.J. Reddick did yesterday. I want to just say but something. JJ Beck gives Stephen A., I, I, mean, uh, Stephen a I, mean, I mean no offense to you, and I mean no offense to first take. Because I think this show is extremely valuable. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show, where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist, that are they, they favor white people. You I just not, said that. I you just yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That is exactly what you implied, Kendrick Perkins. That is exactly what you implied. Secondly, hold on, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts, and you're not about to sit up. We all know what you implied the other day. We all know what you implied just now. Hold on. I stated the time. It's the facts. It's the facts. It's the facts. Woo! Things got uncomfortable. That was legit. JJ Reddick. Taking us behind the fourth wall. Showing us the script. Showing us the script of first fake. Although, I don't know if I believe that Kendrick was being fake in his thoughts. I also don't know if the word racist was totally fair. Like, J.J. could have said bias. I don't know the NBA voters, like, if if this falls under racist. You know what I mean? No, it would fall under a a bias. uh, You know, a, a... If it's a bias What's for, the difference? If it's a bias oh, for a, white people, is there a difference? If, if we're talking about, you know, race, if it's racial bias, like, what's the difference? Because racial bias is not racism. There's a difference. Racism is actively doing it on purpose. Racial bias is, is an unintended. Uh, any kind of bias is unintended. Bias in general, when you're thinking about it. I, I don't know that racism has to have intent. It doesn't have intent, but it's for someone you could do racist things without being racist. Um, There's an and the intent falls into. Hey, we're getting a weird. I mean, yeah, this is a we're much broader a, question. Yeah, but like bias is something that just happens. You're, people have bias uh, 
based on their own experiences. It has nothing to do with, in, with you know, being intentional about it. But look, some people just have bias. There's no debate. There's no dispute. Kendrick Perkins was trying to say that those three guys won the MVP because they were white. That's a fact. And J.J. Redick went at him for it, and they had that explosion. Charles Barkley went on 92.5 in Denver and called out all of them. I can promise you this. I've never said anything on television just to get clicks. That don't mean I've been right or wrong, whatever. But I've never said something. I'm like, well, I know people going to react and go crazy. Let me say this. And this is what bothers me also. Man, race is such a touchy subject because very few people have a pure heart is what I call it. We can talk about race as much as you want to as long as you're going to be fair and honest. But to slander this man in this situation is just total BS. And he's talking about slandering Jokic. So he went after uh, Kendrick Perkins uh, and said it was basically ridiculous. It's asinine and silly. One of the things that's silly about ESPN at times, they do this silly debate every year about the MVP. Did it with LeBron. Made me laugh, too. Derrick Rose won it. He deserved it. Kevin Durant won it. He deserved it. It's a regular season award. But every year, ESPN gets these fools on radio and TV to talk about who is the best player. It's the silliness of these morning talk shows. Mm. Um, now, look, you're going to debate who the MVP is. It's a it's a sports talk topic, but he's calling out how fake ESPN is with the different scripts that are out there. Uh, so that's Charles Barkley going at Kendrick Perkins and Espen. I will say this. I do find it weird that Joker could win this thing a third straight year because I've always said this about the MVP. There's a surprise element to the MVP. All right, we gave it to you. We're going to give it to you back to back. But, like, it would have to be something extraordinary, maybe, that we've never seen or could never imagine happening for Jokic to win the MVP a third straight year. That strikes me as a little bit odd. It, it I is. Never, it, I would have bet totally against that before the season just for it happening a third straight time. I, I would have as well. Uh, but I, I do wonder how many of the voters use, like, analytics to make their vote. I mean, I know I would. Uh, and and you know Joker again this year his win shares are, are number one by and, a, by a lot and they're the one seed they're the one seed and his win shares are twelve point seven and the number two is Sabonis at nine seven he's the first he's the first non point guard non main ball handler to average a triple double in a season if he finishes that this year that's a huge deal it, it is I mean and and say now, that again he, first he non- would be the, he would be the first non primary ball handler to average a triple double in a season yeah that's crazy. Do you have other win shares for this year? Like, where's Embiid? Uh, give me two seconds. All right. So, you know, Luke is the leading scorer. I'm not having him as the MVP. This is this is Joker. This is Jokic. Um, I'm sorry. They're the same person. This is Joel Embiid, and this is Joker. Which I think Embiid had a better case to win it last year over Jokic. Uh, but, I mean, like, like Chop has said, Jokic is, has been the leader in win shares the last few years. So, I understand the argument for it. But, I... I thought the first year he won it was completely valid. Last year, there was probably more of an argument for Embiid to be included in the conversation. And I don't think they wanted to give him the MVP this year. But when he's got, what, like 30 triple doubles, he's going to be the first big to ever average a triple double in all likelihood. It could still go the other way. But it's just been Russell Westbrook and Oscar Robertson to do it. And if you get a seven-footer to do that, it's just insane. Uh, So Jokic just won in win shares 12.7. 
Two is Sabonis at 9-7. Three is Shea uh, Gilgis-Alexander, 9-4. Tied with Embiid at 9-4. Luka at 9-3. Joker leads in offensive win shares. Win shares for per 48. Uh, Player efficiency rating, he leads in that. Uh, Embiid is second. Uh, He leads in value over replacement. Defensive plus-minus. Offensive plus-minus. Overall plus-minus. Defensive rebound percentage. It's a lot, man. It's a Who lot. would you vote for MVP real quick? Jokic. Yeah, probably Jokic. We have an update on Aaron Rodgers. And Stephon Diggs is making even more Dallas Cowboy noise. Next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Daniel Jones got 40 mil. The Ravens tagged Lamar but said, go negotiate. Go ahead, see if it works better somewhere else. Maybe we'll 
get back two first-round picks. Tom Brady said, I've adopted a kitten, so I cannot return to the league. And Aaron Rodgers meeting with the Jets. Peter King, thanks to Tolo D, as always, with the updates that she sent me on Twitter. Peter King, Aaron Rodgers is very unlikely to join the Raiders. There are a lot of people around the NFL that think that Mark Davis does not want or cannot throw $60 million at Rodgers. Adds no one but the Jets is chasing after him right now. No, nobody is. So this is going to come down to, it sounds like, him retiring or New York. He it might, seems that way. He may just retire. Who knows? I thought he was supposed to have the clarity. I thought he was supposed to go in the cave and have his smooth bathroom trips and come out with all the clarity and the decision. A drama queen attention whore. Uh, <laughs> so what are the Raiders going to do a quarterback? They're saying no to everybody. Jimmy I, G? I thought Jimmy was the guy because he already knows the system. So you're, tra- you're going through all this Derek Carr drama for Jimmy Garoppolo. Not even that. You're going through all that Derek Carr drama, and then you're still not certain what you want to do. Which is, again, that's a very dangerous place to get in, is to say, chase off your quarterback and have no answer behind it. And I mean, I I can't remember who it was. Uh, one of their executives recently gave an interview where he said, we may not have an answer at quarterback this year. And it's like, okay, well, that's terrifying, because if you don't have a quarterback answer for one year, there's a chance you won't have a quarterback answer for the next, like, five or six, and you end up doing ridiculous things like the commanders have done for 20 years with Devonte adams and darren waller and josh jacobs <laughs> yeah those well, are weapons i mean look it's they're, they're they're doing they're doing what we've talked about or what i said earlier like if you don't have a guy who can who can be the is not the like an elite quarterback go find one they're well, they're doing that well they're not doing it yet they're gonna get a garoppolo level type dude where's the, let me see what they're unless they throw stidham out which they might. They might if you you know you said Josh McDaniels loves him, mm-hmm. but but the, but the main point in this is not that they're not interested. The main point is they may not be able to be interested again. The Raiders and money. Yeah, I mean, look, they are picking seventh, so there's going to be somebody available for them. Oh, they're picking seven. The Raiders. Oh, yeah. So there's there's somebody available. They'll get Will Levis. They'll get Anthony Richardson. They'll go. Okay. And you know, listen, the uh, the Chiefs did the same thing with Mahomes, right? They had a stable. Let's get to the playoffs every year, Alex Smith guy. And they said, let's let's go for it. Let's go for it. Yeah. And uh, and, and maybe the Raiders are going to do the same thing. They saw it in their own division. But you make that move before you have to make that move. That's the thing that, that's ridiculous right. to they me. Is they, that they drafted Mahomes. They, they, they drafted Mahomes while they had Alex Smith there, yeah. and there was stability there. Green Bay drafted Aaron Rodgers while they still had yeah. Brett Favre. Like, you don't ever want to be caught in the situation of, we need a quarterback. This has to absolutely hit. We cannot afford for it to go backwards. Correct. And that's where Washington finds themselves, and that's where the Raiders might find themselves. I, I don't know what's going on with Stephon Diggs. As Stephon he, or Kel? What? Stephon or Kel Diggs. As he unfollowed the Buffalo Bills on social media and followed the Dallas Cowboys. Meanwhile, Pepe, maybe you can check if Trayvon even follows the Cowboys. So like Stefan follows him and Trayvon doesn't. At least Trayvon unfollowed a while back. Um, and now he tweeted, that's what they say at least. Dot dot dot. Trayvon does not follow them. He doesn't? Nope. He doesn't follow the Cowboys and his brother does. Uh let's see if Stefan does, but I don't Trayvon. I know if Trayvon has ever followed the Cowboys. I think though. he once did. How could okay. he not? Okay, here we go. This is an hour ago. Yes, yeah, Stefan does follow them on Instagram. Follow the Cowboys. Okay. 
Here's Stefan an hour ago. Don't take things personal from people you don't know personally. It's just business. Don't take it personal. It's just business. Don't take it personal. He retweeted. He said that again. That's what they say at least. Dot, dot, dot. It's just it's just business, Sonny. Is he trying to get paid again? Is he up? Is he up? Yes, I think he does want another deal coming up. All right, so that's maybe what he's talking about here. So in terms of Jerry Jones, Cowboy, big splashes, the names and the options out there, Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, maybe Stephon Diggs. And Hendon Hooker. And then that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Offensive splash. Although they could add a they could add a really dynamic running back now that you know it's the uh, non-exclusive tag. Yeah, I mean, someone was whispering to me, maybe you call the Raiders about Darren Waller. All this tight end talk around here. I wonder what it would cost to get him. He's a freaking stud. Yeah, Screwed me in fantasy last year. last year. Besides right? that, he was hurt. Um, so look, Stefan cost the most, most <laughs> the most assists. <laughs> Stefan cost the most. Then DeAndre. And then Odell, in terms of compensation that you give up. Uh, and I'd also think, in terms of compensation, you'd have to pay. So that's your one, two, three at receiver. I'm not asking you to pick them, just saying those, those are the names that are out there. Keenan Allen is staying with the Chargers. Allen Robinson is available for trade, apparently, with the Rams. Out. Nope. So those are the big names. I'm out on Allen. Jump ball guys, getting a little bit old. Not I mean, good. you can't have them anyway, because the Chargers are going to keep him, but... Yeah, no, no, no Allen Robinson. Robinson. Oh, 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 Allen Robinson. Uh, I've got, I mean, for me, Diggs is obviously the best of those three that you're talking about. And, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins really encouraged it. The one guy that I'd still wish they'd go back and revisit, see if they could make happen, is Brandon Cooks. Mm. Because, I mean, that was close anyway. He's still stuck there? Mm-hmm. See, see if they're any more willing to, to move off of the moving goalposts they had at the deadline last year. 877-881-1053 to hit us up while we're talking about the Cowboys. Here was uh, Dak Prescott being asked yesterday about his future possible contract extension after Daniel Jones got paid. 100% I'm excited, yeah, to, to be a Dallas Cowboys. as I said, I mean, um, always dreamed to be here. Um, now that I'm here, I don't expect to play for any other team. Uh, and now it's just about winning. Uh, mm-hmm. So just trying to get that done. Um, and just to hear, obviously, as you say, in the front office, um, Looking forward, forward to an extension. So when that time comes, it'll happen. Um, kind of uh, with Steven on it. it. may just happen overnight, but uh, <laughs> when it happens, it happens. It'll be great. All right. That's part one. This is the first time I've heard Dak. I've read the quotes from Jory Epstein about McCarthy taking over the play calling. Dak said mm-hmm. back in the day uh, he was excited, 20 to 30%. Now let's hear Dak thoughts on Mike calling the plays now. I'm a guy that's, that's excited for, for what's next. Uh, always optimistic. Um, ex- no, no Mike's history and calling the plays has had a lot of success. So uh, excited for that. I know he's excited to get back into it, um, to dive into it, to, to, to uh, be able to call the plays and just to be so engaged. And so um, it's a change, but it's going to be good. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. What was that? Let's hear more. I, I'm just saying, okay. I mean, if, if he says so. The quote also yesterday that wasn't shared in audio, but on if he needed a new voice, which has been some of the discussions. Yeah, I think new voices are always great. That's kind of been the, the line from the Cowboys. Uh, Dak said, Kellen's voice, this is according to Calvin Watkins, Kellen's voice was great. Nussmeyer's voice was amazing. It's not like that I haven't been coached by Mike. He's always coached me. That's not going to be new. I can't say that's a proper statement. 
I can't say what's a proper that statement. He needed a new voice. Oh. Yeah. That's an interesting thing. And it's interesting line. to go back and think Mike McCarthy is not a fan of the option routes. And Dak said last year, S no at the idea of them taking option routes out. Told the media that. Said no. Yeah. He's like, I'd be I'd be mad if they took those out. Yeah. So well, I don't know. We'll see how it meshes. Well, um, you know, these option routes, I'd be interested to see what number of intercept my my feeling right now is I will seed to the film watchers, you and Broadus and Wolchuk and others. I'd be very in- and the Tolos. I'd be very very interested. I, my feeling is right now, some of the interceptions, many of them came off of option routes. Some of it, yeah. So, you know, I don't have a problem with them being removed and taken out. It's either a problem with the receivers, it's either a problem with Dak, or it's a combination of both. Someone isn't reading the same thing. And if you aren't going to get on the same page with it, we can't have nice things. If I if I <laughs> if, if I told you and well, I they're on the same page, this isn't this isn't the number. It, like, uh, but I'm just saying, if I told you three of the interceptions came on option routes and miscommunication, but I told you tw- they're 25 of their 30 biggest passing plays and 10 touchdowns came off of option routes. I would want I would want to keep the option routes. So as Dak told us during the year, he said, you guys don't have any idea how often we hit those because when they hit, you don't realize they're option routes. You notice it when we go the wrong way on them, but he said, you have no idea how effective that's been for us. This but every year. team uses those. Like, you have to use those. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, every team except the 2023 Cowboys, I Well, guess. Mike McCarthy, I mean, he's not a freaking idiot. If if the numbers were what you just cited, Mike McCarthy is not taking, he's not flushing that ratio. He said he's he does not like him. He said that publicly. Yeah, but I'm, I'm questioning your you, the numbers that you just yeah, gave, I just the said, ratio. Yeah, I just said I don't, that's not it. I'm we just throwing know. out an example. We don't know what it is. If that was the success rate, they wouldn't have, be getting rid of them. Common sense would well, lead me to believe that. I mean, they thought the success rate, Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott thought it was high enough that they liked them enough to keep Dak them in the game li- Dak likes it because it's a sign of elevated quarterback play. Dak likes it because mm. it's something you're allowed to do. It's like a Peyton Manning grad program. That's what it is. The true elites of the elites can read defenses. They should have the power to adjust. It's like a sign. It's a badge of honor. That's why Dak Prescott wants to do I it. I mean, but everybody does them. Yeah, they all do them. Every quarterback should have the power to adjust. I don't want – I don't want – I would never want to have my quarterback not they have – They can adjust at the line of scrimmage, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I mean, but reading the same thing and having the receiver with the ability to they change They all can't the, read defenses. Well, and, and to be honest, I mean, and it was said by the Cowboys in, in media availability on two of those where the interception was made with CD, they said CD made the wrong read. So, again, that's also about education of the receivers and, and I, making sure you're seeing the right things. And I said that. But I'm just saying I it's said, not about a badge I, of honor I, I for said, Dak at that point because Dak no, is but reading Dak, it correctly. But Dak also wants to, I'm sure, you know, Dak wants to be able to run everything no. that, a, that an elite, awesome, special quarterback. It is an insult to Dak Prescott for Mike McCarthy to say, and I'm not blaming McCarthy, to say, we're going to dumb this down. Uh-oh. That is an insult. Sure. Uh, I want I want complexity before the snap, simplicity after. That is saying, in a way, we can't handle it. We can't handle it after the snap. CeeDee C- Lamb's not the only wide receiver in the NFL who sometimes may struggle with reading, uh, you know, reading the coverage. Mm-hmm. This is something that's worked on in practice. Well, and you know, see, do you and- think Tom Brady's played with wide receivers who can read every single defense that they that they come across? When they walk in, and to be no, fair, they to, they work on it in practice. And to be fair, Jerry for two years has basically thrown the receivers under the bus on this show 
when it comes to these issues. He has tossed the receivers under the bus, which is not his quarterback. And, right. I, and I don't think CeeDee Lamb, just really quickly, has a massive problem reading the coverages. I think it happened twice, and it was very prominent, but I don't think it's a, a common problem for him. Let's get the perspective from someone watching Kyrie courtside. T.O.'s new best friend, Derek Holland, joins KMC Crosstalk next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jazz in front right now. That was the call last mm. night on Bally. What's wrong, Kevin Hagelin? No, that's a good, song that's a good to... mm, Tim Hardaway Jr. is hot. We've reached that point again. Yeah, it'd be nice good. if they, uh, well done, Sonic. It'd be nice <laughs> if they uh, tried to get him a shot in the third quarter. Uh, let's come out and, you know, not get Tim any shots. He might be the hottest shooter in the NBA right now, but he picked it up in the fourth. Derek Holland was sitting courtside, and he is a part of the KMC Masterpiece. What's it like watching Kyrie? What do you notice? Are you, you have a tan? Yeah. Oh. You know, it's been sunny outside. I've been outside. <laughs> I was just wondering. I don't always get to, you know, work inside Hitting like you. the links. Yeah, like trolls, like yeah. us. Yeah, stay uh, inside. Kyrie, Kyrie up close. <laughs> um, no, it's with Kyrie what up close. What do you close, notice about him? So he talks a lot. Um, one of the things I did love that you talked about is how he stays composed. He never lets anything affect him. And I think today, or sorry, last night, I saw that with Luca. Luca did not talk to the refs as much as he usually does. Really? He did not complain as much as he usually does. Granted, yes, there was a few here and there. And yeah, Kyrie did it for the first time since he's been a Maverick. But he had legit reason to. Both of them did. Um, but Kyrie is, I love the way he is. He just stays in one tone. That's it. Like, he never shows any facial expressions, nothing. It stays the same. Um, and it's funny, too, is his kids... His kid sits right in front of me, and he's always interacting with him, too, which is pretty pretty cool to see. I mean, that's you know, cool. How do you describe Luca's talk when he's just going nonstop? Can you hear it? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's saying things that you can't say on the radio. <laughs> um, and some of it's in different language. I'd say Spanish. Um, but he's, I mean, he's letting the refs know. That's, that's for sure. He doesn't really say too. He'll say some stuff to the players. 
Like some of the guys that are obviously talking to him, he'll yeah. immediately chirp right back at him, who which else, I love that. Who else talks a ton that you've seen visiting player or even any of the Mavericks? Uh, visiting Anyone player. Theo uh, Penson. Yeah, I was going to say Theo's <laughs> a big talker, too. Let's go Mavs. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to think. There was somebody It was who they just played. It was the Suns. They were chirping a lot back and forth. Durant was talking a little bit. Um, Durant was talking to someone. I couldn't tell if it was your area of seating. No, he was on he was the other side. It, it was on okay. the other side. Because um, he, when he came down, he was also talking to Kyrie's kid. Did, how much did you talk to T.O. the other night? Just a little bit. All right. We were having a little wager on what oh. you said to him, and I thought I guessed what you said. Were you telling him in that clip that the, uh, I can't remember the TV station. Brett Kelly. Brett Kelly got was. Oh, CBS. Am I in your way? Or are you good with your camera shot? That's exactly what I said. Yeah. So I. So what happened was when we sat down. We were got, hoping it was cooler than that. He was asking who you were, but no, I knew he Tito didn't doesn't give two care. craps about baseball <laughs> uh, or any of that stuff. Did you tell him who you were? Yeah, I told him I play baseball, and he was like, "Oh, cool." Like it was like the <laughs> immediate, like, oh, cool. shut you down. Like I don't. He was like, "I don't really care." Yeah. Um, but he no, he was nice. He was cool. But I sat down, and I'm broad, and so is he. So we're like bumping each other. So I sat forward, and that's when I saw him doing, you know, the camera. I was like, hey, am I, if I'm in your way, like, let me know. I'll get out of your way. He's like, no, you're good. And then he just sat back. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'll just stay forward. Is so. that the most famous person you've sat next to in the seats? Except for Mike. Mm. Mike who? Basic. Oh. Oh. Michael B. <laughs> Jordan? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's He's up there, yeah. Only because I would say he's so there's a bunch. Patty no, Mahomes, couple- does, he never sat with you, but just right in front of you? Yeah, he's been right in front of me. Was she there? No, was he there? Yes. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Was Jackson about. there? No. No. He was doing TikToks. Brittany. <laughs> yeah, I know when you said I, she, I was saying he. It was another reference. I have a friend who <laughs> supposed that Patrick Mahomes is a secret dirtbag because what? of the no. close people around him are all dirtbags. No. I'm going to eliminate no. that. I See, I, 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 don't, I don't care for that. I, I can no, I can tell you no. He's I don't not believe at that all. you're judged I, by the peers by your peers. I will say this, and this isn't going out on a limb. I think everybody's seeing this happen right now. Is my buddy was telling me about John Morant, and he said, "Look, I know he knows the players in the league and hangs out with them and stuff." He says John Morant is going down the Allen Iverson route. He is mm. letting his bad friends dictate what he does. He's following his bad friends down a horrible path instead of where. They would tell Iverson, I get it, man. They were with you when you went to prison and everything like that. But you got to lead them. Don't follow them. And Iverson couldn't lead. He followed them down bad paths. And from what I understand, since we're talking about who's good, who's bad, is that Jaw, who's a very humble kid from what people are saying, he's not really much of a leader, especially when it comes to his peers. He's just following, following his bad friends down a very bad path. I feel like I have bad friends. Oh, you do because like Hurtful. I invited somebody to come take a shot with me at halftime, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and he didn't want to come and do it. He big league. What me. a jerk! Yeah, and then he came on the radio and act like I've. I was Sean, big is that time you? For him? Yeah. So you want to talk about friends? Yeah. The issue is you. No, had a person it wasn't in front Sean. He said it was some guy named Shan who oh, blew him shit. off. Now look, the what? guy who who gave me the seats. We had we unbelievable had those, guy. I, we had I'm, those Patron Club. Guess tickets. what? I'm friends with him too. I know, but like. 
We can all be friends. I want to go into the Patron <laughs> Club and get like the free drinks and stuff and like. Oh, so you want things handed to you? Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't want to yes. go out and support. I don't get to live the big. You don't want to support every those night. that are working. His two favorite right friends now. are oh, Nick you- and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That was a funny video that you made, though. Yeah, I'm blaming it on him. Kevin, I, think, I think. Did DC you say right you're here. blaming it on a RJ or no, Derek? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, mm, no, 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 no. Does he listen? He's delightful. Yeah, he listens. So is he going to like you saying that? No. <laughs> so are you going to get a free meal out of that? Uh, you know what? Let's tease the show. <laughs> Coming up on the show, that more about awesome. Sean's personal life controversy <laughs> right out the gate. But I know we were talking about this off air is which NBA MVP candidate is under the most pressure to make a deep playoff run. Because I think there's a couple different candidates, but the guy who's about to win his third straight MVP probably leads the way. Have you seen Joker in person? The Joker? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's huge. Yeah. But he's like, pretty impressive. I haven't seen him part. close up. Embiid is the closest I've ever seen in my life to Shaquille O'Neal. I got to go up close and personal when Shaq was with Orlando, That's like five to seven game. rows from the court. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the biggest human I've ever yeah. seen on a basketball court, Shaq. Until I saw Embiid, and I'm like, I'm not sure he was bigger than Shaq like in 95, but it's it's the closest person I've ever seen to that size on a basketball. He's got a huge butt. Like, I don't know how he uses a regular toilet. <laughs> Who's bigger, Embiid or Jokic, when uh, you're sitting that close? Specifically their butts. <laughs> um, I would say just because of how he, – he, dude, he's huge, Embiid. Yeah. Joker's kind of, like, sloppy. What's up, with the, what's up with these footballs? <laughs> I don't That's know. If, is that an on-air conversation uh, or not? I mean, there's two NFL balls in their case <laughs> here. Ball. I'm going to ask balls. about them. Yeah, the, Are they signed? No. Uh, they do not appear to be signed. Are they no. going to be signed? Hey, <laughs> yes. You shut your mouth. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Well, well, you know, it's only fair. If y'all put Sean on blast, now he's turning the I know, tables. He's try- I, I get it. That's fine. I'm not putting anyone on blast. You didn't put me on blast. I'm asking there's two footballs. I'm trying to make you the star cross. They don't want to answer the question. I'm not being... All right, let me turn my head. You're the one. I know that, the hey, you're the, the one that ignored me. Oh, <laughs> I texted you yeah. back. Oh, I acknowledge oh, cool. you. Cool, texted me, Kevin. Oh, how shocked are you that all these teams seem to be running away from Lamar Jackson? And is it collusion? Yeah, well, because we've shown that the NFLPA sucks at proving collusion. So good luck with that. <laughs> Hey, don't take if you don't take this deal, we're gonna make it worse. Like, take it, take it. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They are a thousand morons in that room. I. The NFLPA. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was awful. gonna say I, awful. Sean, I saw you were you either you put out a tweet or something with the commanders going after him, possibly. You yeah. didn't I mean Well Mike you think Fl- that was serious? Well, Mike Florio's theory, I know how you feel about Mike, but it is actually brilliant. This would be Dan Snyder's final screw you to the league. They give up <laughs> All they give the up the picks. Money. You get Washington a quarterback, so you leave locally a little bit on a high note. But you give him all the guaranteed money. You give him more than the Watson deal to screw over all the other owners. You know what? Well, I want to ask you this, though. Do you think because of Deshaun getting the fully guaranteed deal is going to be the start of other players getting a fully guaranteed well, deal now? I think this is no. the pivot for it, though, right? Like, that's yes. why so many teams have come out against it because yes. they're like, the hell I am doing that's all guaranteed That's the collusion money. of, like, how, how in 15 minutes yesterday did five reports come out Dolphins not interested. Raiders aren't interested. Washington not interested. Carolina not interested. Atlanta not interested. Why would so they either think he can't throw, they either think he is an injury risk, they either don't want to deal with the mom who apparently is a problem, um, or 
there's some collusion. Maybe it's all of the above. Like you're, no one else is getting this Watson deal. Let's all band together. We're, we off to no. sign quarterbacks at some point in time. The Browns screwed us. Let's not make this mistake and screw each other. I, w- I, I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. It makes a lot of sense. It, 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 that wouldn't surprise me. But I'll tell you, you know, Joe Burrow's getting it, and you know Justin Herbert's getting it. Getting what? The fully guaranteed. Okay, Allen didn't get it. I don't it. think. I don't think they do. I think this is. I get that the like, especially yeah. Burrow is better, but I think this is the pivot point where everyone's drawing their line in the sand. And if Snyder blew it up, then you've got something. But I don't think he's gonna get this, and that's why everyone's coming out against Cousins, it. Cousins got the fully guaranteed deal, and it never affected the rest of the market. Wasn't that because though it was three like three though, right? for eighty four? It was three, but I mean, it was still it was still fully guaranteed. There was nothing they could get out of for three years. But he was back to back franchise too, right? Yeah. Like that played into it. How Did, so? You know, because now the new number is yeah, it like had to number. be. It had to be at least whatever that second back-to-back year franchise title. We don't have enough time for this. Stop trying to be smart. Uh, Derek, you get final word. Well, all I want to say is the NFL definitely deserves to have the fully guaranteed contracts with the way that they put their bodies through. I know it's a sensitive topic, but they, of all sports, they deserve it more than oh, We talk else. about how stupid they are. All baseball yeah. players are like, wow, they, these are the stupidest people in the world. They are three times more popular than baseball players and have worse contracts. Because the most ineffective person in all sports, any level, is DeMaurice Smith. Mm-hmm. You got some sun too, Mike. Your cheeks are red. Oh, yeah? yeah well, I just got off the Peloton. a little bit, Sean. Had a little bit of a late ride. Get outside. Oh, a late ride. Don't pick huh? today, though. Don't pick today. We're back tomorrow morning. Come Hopefully without Derek here. The KFC. Oh, my God. Where's Corey? Where's Corey? Hey, let's go I'm play some pickleball. Pickleball is awesome. Chicken and pickle. Is, is, there, is there a court near here? I yeah, know. I got one. There's one let's right go. across You've the got street. One? No, but right next to my house. Let's go. There's a court let's right everybody across there. the street. Let's go. The KFC Masterpiece is next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.